Success can happen at any moment, even if it does take 20 years to get there. So I guess there is hope for us yet then. Da -da 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 Hello and welcome to the Daily Weekly Podcast. Yeah, and um, I'm not going to lie about it, it's been... It's been hard. It's been hard. It's been a hard journey. And it, it's kind of funny how we just selected these episodes randomly, but this one is, you know, with that opening line there. <laughs> yeah, it took us 20 years to get those lights fixed. It took us forever to get set up today. <laughs> you might, you, you know, if you're a, a frequent listener, you might notice a slight microphone difference, maybe not, but we're using a different one because our usual one, some, for some reason, it's not working. Um, Maybe it's because it's Halloween weekend when we're recording this. The ghosties are having their way with it. Maybe. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> it. Yeah, this is also the first time we've had to re-record a batch of episodes because me and Rachel did attempt this before where, you know, as I mentioned, the microphone just stopped working and we didn't realise. So, um... So I'll let you all know that we did record like four or five Bradley episodes Bradley sounds that day. pissed off because he is. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in a good mood, I won't lie to you. And and I'm here like, come on, let's do some videos. Yeah, I, I had a bad haircut, it's a long story, but we're here, we're going to do the podcast, so if you haven't left already, let's get back into the main bulk of the episode. So yeah, we're going to be talking about um, actors who started their careers later in life. Because... I don't know Oh, it's not on the script. I'm okay. just, I'm just saying the title out loud at the moment. Um, we do have some brief notes to help us out, which you know, all the all the usual jazz. All the usual jazz. So you know, yeah, these are actors who are quite well known, quite famous these days. But it took them a while to get to where they are now. And first on our list is Samuel L. Jackson. Are we not going to introduce ourselves? Oh we're, yeah. We're not important. We're not oh. important. We're not important. We're not important. You know. I'm Bradley. Frequent listeners and viewers know who we are. I'm Bradley. Not, you're your, Rachel. Well, if this is your first time listening to us, then I'm sorry. Because this is not, <laughs> it's not a great selling point. But welcome to the Daily Weekly <clears throat> Podcast. I'm Bradley. This is Rachel. We talk about some movie news, TV stuff, fun facts about the entertainment industry, and things like that. So if that sounds good to you, consider subscribing. Because usually we're more upbeat. <laughs> I always am, like, Rachel on a constant high. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Now, Samuel L. Jackson is one of the most recognisable stars in Hollywood, but it wasn't until he was in his mid-40s that he hit the big time. After a series of smaller roles in films like Coming to America and Do the Right Thing, he got his breakthrough in Spike Lee's Jungle Fever, released in 1991, at the age of 42. Then he reached an even bigger audience at the age of 45 with the role of Jules Whitfield in Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction, released in 1994. Blockbuster roles uh, in the Star Wars prequels and the Marvel Cinematic Universe followed. And he was also in Jurassic Park, if you didn't know. Which <laughs> Full stop. Full stop. A lot of people didn't know he was in Jurassic Park. I can't remember his character, but I can remember his character in Coming to America, but I can't remember his character in yeah. Jurassic and Park. He had a bigger role in Jurassic Park than he did. I know, it must have been more memorable <laughs> in Coming to America. Yeah. I think it's just because I was watching Coming to America and I didn't know that he was in it. So that's why I was like, oh my God, it's SLJ. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's interesting because obviously that's kind of early in his career that not many people would remember it. Yeah. At the t like, if you saw it back then, you wouldn't really know who he was. 
But now um, it's like spot SLJ. Yeah, it's like where's Wally? He's in this too. <laughs> I know. Wow. I love SLJ. I think we said this last time. He is so iconic. It's almost odd that he didn't get into it earlier. Yeah, because you just think about it. He, you know, you'd think he's been around for a long time. And, yeah. You know, I, I mentioned um, in our failed recording attempt that. He was killed off-screen in Jurassic Park, where his arm... We only saw his arm because he couldn't um, get back on yes. set due yeah. to a tropical storm in Hawaii where they were filming. So he was like, oh, okay, I can't get there to film my Can you imagine? Scene, so we'll just kill you and have an arm. Can you imagine up. phoning into work like, yeah, I can't come in today. Um, there's been a tropical storm in Hawaii and I can't get off the I island. Yeah. I just can't. I'm sorry. really sorry. So, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they... I'm making it up now, but they, like, they fired him and then they put the arm in there, like, that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get for being unreliable. Yeah. Uh, number two, we have Betty... Number two, we have Bessie White. Uh, Bessie White's career has spanned eight decades. How many years is that? Eight decades is 80 years. Yeah, well done. Uh, and while she found her success in her 30s in the, sit- in the sitcom Life with Elizabeth, her most famous roles came much later. When White was 51, when she started appearing on the Mary Taylor Moore show, 63, when she started as Rose on The Golden Girls, and 88, when she joined the cast of Hot in Cleveland. So, again, but I sort of... I, I see, like, the transition and the progression there whereas with slj it very much was like he was in films yeah in the 90s and then he got big but with betty white she really she started small and made her way up mm-hmm. cool <laughs> yeah. i i mean she's i i actually haven't seen anything with her in but she is very iconic yes like everyone was heard of that. her she's especially like she is that kind of um just the, the famous old lady. She is the is, famous old lady. Like, that sounds like other than an Debbie Reynolds. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it, it's just it's kind of you know that sweet old lady. Is, you yeah, know, is... and it sounds like a cute old lady's name. It's like um, oh what who what's the brand that makes the Yorkshire puddings on? Oh, Aunt Bessie. Oh, was it Aunt Bessie? I thought it was Aunt Betty. It might be one of them. Betty? Um, Betty? I don't know. Betty Crocker? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Maybe. There's that one Just sounds like a cute old lady name. I like it. Yeah. Okay. And, um... Yeah, she's still acting now. She's 99. Uh, Her latest thing came out in September this year, and she's still working on more stuff. I can't believe that. We were literally saying earlier, like, if I'm not retired by the time I'm 75... Not gonna be a happy bunny. No. If I'm still working at ninety nine, I will be a <laughs> raging bunny. <laughs> Unless I fall in love with what I'm doing, I'd like oh. to think the Daily Weekly has made me rich and famous by that point, in which I can relax. So if we continued working <laughs> on the Daily Weekly until we were ninety nine, it's another seventy eight years. It's a long time. I no thanks. <laughs> as much as I love you guys, no thanks. <laughs> No, even my own plans don't go that far into the future. No, I'm probably prepared up until 50. <laughs> Everything after that is a bit of a... If it happens, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do you want to take us away with number three? Well, I could do, yeah. Yeah? So I will. Yeah, do it. Yeah, Anne Rickman. The late, great Anne Rickman, a trained stage actor and a member of the Royal Shakespeare Company, landed his first cinema role in one of the greatest action films ever made. Die Hard as the villainous Hans Gruber. 
He was 42 years old at the time and went on to have roles in the Harry Potter franchise and films including Love Actually and Alice in Wonderland. Can I share the tidbit I shared with you yes. about Love Actually? So, it's not even about Alan Rickman, but I just love it. It's like my favourite Love Actually fact. So, even though it's really sad. So, the bit where um, Emma Thompson finds out that Alan Rickman's character's been cheating on her, that's the scene where she gets really emotional and cries in the bedroom while playing the CD so that the kids don't hear her. That was essentially taken from her real life when she found out that Kenneth Branagh was cheating on her with Helena Bonham Carter. Because oh, so the face you made when I told you was like, what? What? So that, it, what? That was that's major celebrity gossip. I, know that. Yeah. But no, I, uh-huh. I love Alan Rickman as um, Snape. Mm-hmm. What an icon. Mm-hmm. What an icon. Like, I went on such an emotional roller coaster with Snape. Yeah. I mean, I'm a really big Harry Potter fan anyway, but I was not expecting his twists and his turns. If you know, you know. If you don't know, it's you're too young to be watching, to be listening to us. Even now, like you'd kind of have to do put like a spoiler warning for Harry Potter because it's just being discovered all the time by different people. I know, but like, how can you not know? Like, mm. it is the the last film has been out for like ten years. Like, yeah. get on it. <laughs> Where have you been? I know. Aside from not being born, maybe. Well, oh gosh, don't even get me started. If you if you weren't born when the last Harry Potter was made, you should not be listening to us because Mm, that would make you about ten years old, and that's just disgusting. That's not really our audience, Tart. No, I just it makes me feel a bit sick to my stomach. Really thinking that (laughs) children that were born in twenty eleven are now (laughs) ten. Does that not hurt you a little bit on the inside? Yes, it's it's a scary thought. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, so even though he played, uh, particularly in like, Love Actually, he played like a romantic figure. Well, he lured the secretary. Mm-hmm. He was still quite old. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the word old. Old? Old. An old man. I would not go for a 42-year-old co-worker, would you? I think he must have been older than that by the time he did Love Actually. I reckon he was in his 50s. So, that was made in 2003. I remember... Sorry, microphone. I remember because it was the year my brother was born. No, he's 47. Really? Mmm. Oh, he's older than that. Harsh. So, yeah, I would not go for a 47-year-old man. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> okay. Are we ready to move on? Yeah. Okay, so next on our list is one of my favourite female comedians of all time, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, While McCarthy had a role in the much-loved sitcom Gilmore Girls, it wasn't until she starred as one of the titular characters in Mike and Molly at the age of 40 that her star truly began to rise. Then, at the age of 41, she was cast in the comedy Bridesmaids, which is one of my favourite films of all Mm -hmm. time, uh, which catapulted her to being known as one of the funniest women in Hollywood. Uh, Big screen capers include Spy, The Heat and Ghostbusters. Um, have also followed since then. Yeah. She's really become big in the last 10 years, I think. Definitely, yeah. That's that's a real career takeoff, and what a great time for it to happen as well. Yeah, no, she's she is sort of like iconic in the in the in the 10s or the teens, whatever we're going to call 2010 to 2019. Mm. She's really like iconic in like the rom-com uh genre there. Mhm. 
but yeah, I just think she's brilliant. I just I love her. I think my favourite film I've seen her in is Identity Thief. Mm. Have you watched that? I have seen that, yeah. Yeah. Have you watched Bridesmaids? Um it's been on. I don't know if I've really You need to like sit down and watch it. It's one of the best rom coms ever. 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 Uh, I'm sure it is. Although I did like Spy. That was pretty good. The Heat, yeah. I like some of the action comedies. Yeah, I love Spy. Because Miranda Hart plays her like assistant, yeah, her buddy, and she's just brilliant in it. It's like what an amazing mix of female comedians. I know, Sissy would not expect it, but it works no, so well. No, I would never have put Miranda Hart and Melissa McCarthy together, but for some reason, it just works. It does. Yeah. It just does. It's yeah, it's like two polar opposites, and it yeah. We're not going to talk about Ghostbusters because I think we've already expressed our disdain. Absolutely. If you, don't, if you haven't heard us express our opinions about Ghostbusters, then check out our Halloween podcast episodes where we spent probably too much time talking about Ghostbusters. <laughs> Especially that version. That's all I'll say. The later version. Yeah. Isn't there a new one coming out this there year? There is, yeah. Okay, so on to the last one on our list, Morgan Freeman. Now, Freeman starred in numerous successful stage productions and children's television series before his big break. Came with, the, uh, came with Street Smart, for which he earned an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor. He was 50 years old at the time, and two years later, age 52, he got an Oscar nod for Best Actor for Driving Miss Daisy. Freeman has gone on to star in huge films like Seven and The Dark Knight, and has one of the most distinctive voices in Hollywood. Do you know what? I was just thinking that when you said he used to work in children's television, can you imagine Morgan Freeman's voice, like narrating Blue Peter or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, it would just sound wrong. Like, he would make it sound, like, too serious, I think. Unless he's got, like, a Camp Jolly voice that we haven't heard when he's not been playing God. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine doing a good CBB's Bedtime Story if he hasn't done one before. <gasps> yes! Cause, like, you... What book would he read if he was on CBB's oh, Bedtime Stories? I don't know about that, but, like, loads of... <laughs> Harry <laughs> McClary and Donaldson's Dairy. <laughs> Those are big Hollywood names have done them, haven't they? So Tom Hardy did one. Yeah, Rami Malek did one. Rami Malek did one. Um, like loads of them. The um, the Duke. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good one. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen them, but. Would you ever do if if CBeebies ever yeah, came to you? Would you? It's such an iconic thing to do. It is so like it's like establishing your career. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Like, you know, you made it. You... What book would you read? I don't know. Can you not remember them? I can't remember childhood books. I would probably read Elmer. It's my mum's favourite book. Cause it's oh, all yeah. about being different, oh. and it's all about diversity. Yeah. I read it to the kids the other day actually and I was really trying to get the most out of them like right so what why why is this important for Elmer that he wants to be the same as everyone else and they were like I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it was no such idea. a wasted opportunity I was like come oh. on guys let's talk about diversity yeah um but no I actually want to see if he's done a CBeebies with her story now um I'm trying to think has he done one that'd be a pretty big booking if he did yeah so I reckon they. I think Samuel L. Jackson's done one. Has he? I think he has. But the thing is, like, that's the whole podcast episode: celebrities <laughs> and drama. Yes, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> but it's really interesting because, like, we're getting really excited. Like, oh my god, Rami Malek did one. Oh my god, SLJ did one. Like, the kids don't know. The kids don't yeah, they care. Have no but idea it's who really are. for the parents, it isn't is. it? It's like, really wow. like, oh my god, like, look like who's reading our bedtime story tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. Um, no, we will have to look into that. Um, 
But yeah, no, he has had one of, I would say, the most successful career mm-hmm. out of everyone's list. Yeah. Um, he's played God twice. Mm-hmm. Um, no one else could say that. <laughs> no, really? I don't think so, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he is... Uh, what was that film he did? Going in Style? About like yes, a, I haven't seen that actually. I've yeah. seen bits of it, but it's like it's like um, it's I imagine it a bit like the in betweeners, but like as they're older and like retiring, and it's like they go on this big world holiday, um, but yeah, mm. cool. Yeah, and he's one of the older people on this list, I think. He is. Isn't how old is he now? Must be in his eighties. Yeah. Should we ask Doris? Alexa, how old is Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman is 84 years old and yeah. was born on the 1st of June, 1937. Well, there you go. Thank you right. to our friend... He was a, he was a war was. baby. He was a baby boom baby. Yep. And we have a lot to thank him for, for all his works. Mm. Providing Absolutely. Oh, okay. So that concludes our list this time for actors who started their careers later in life. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We'd love to have a chat with you. And we are also on social media. Where can they find us on social media? Yes, we are on social media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and I think those are the MySpace. Ones. MySpace. Um, I'm not sure if that page is still active. I tried looking for it, I couldn't find it. But it's at Daily Weekly Cast on all of them. So we were lucky enough to get the same name for each Woo. social media, which. <laughs> Really looks good when you can say it looks good, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, we're it's, here. It's, we're it's, everywhere. It's, it's harder than it's harder than you think. Yeah, to get we, we couldn't have the Daily Weekly, so that, that's where the Daily Weekly cast came yeah. from. But it's even better. It works, and we got it. Yeah. Um, okay, and if you want to listen to more podcast episodes, I'm sure we'll have a playlist in the description. If mm-hmm. not, click here or here or yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Click somewhere and you'll find more of us. Yes. Including on our other YouTube channels. Yes. We have other YouTube channels. We do. We've got like 30 now, I think. We have four. <laughs> Which is the sweet spot at the moment. I'm happy with that. So we've got the Daily Weekly Podcast YouTube channel. We've got the Daily Weekly Show YouTube channel. We've got Daily Weekly Extras and we've got Daily Weekly Builds. Yes. So there should be something there for everyone. There really should be. If not, there'll be a new channel. <laughs> Next week. Yeah. Daily Weekly Fashion, where I do fashion. <laughs> Stop. Can you imagine? With tinfoil. Mm. Tinfoil fashion. Tinfoil fashion. So, there you go. We hope you enjoyed, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.